crossroads and the future is completely within our control. We're living through the single biggest culture shift of our time. This is the time for us to just really take charge. That's what revolutions do. They enable the impossible. Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of The Gross Show. We're sitting down with Jia Jung today. Jia was a few days away from having his first son, quit his job, and then embarked on a crazy experiment to get rejected 100 days in a row. He learned so much, and he's going to share all of that with us today. I'm Kit Bodner, and this is The Grow Show. We're hanging out today, and we're talking about rejection, which is something we don't get the chance to talk about that often. I'd argue never talked about on this show. We've done over 100 episodes. So I guess to get us kicked off, how did you ever come up with a notion to do an, a, a, like a lifestyle experiment about rejection? Like, Give us the backstory. So basically, um, my wife and I had this agreement that um, I would quit my job and, and build this company for six months. Um, and you know, then we set up metrics and goals. And um, if by the end of six months, we meet those goals in terms of customers or revenues then or investment then we'll keep when we will mm-hmm. keep going otherwise i can i will quit this job i mean i'll quit this company i'll look for a job again to get income flowing so um so that's why when we set up a deadline for my company building there's there's this um it's actually pretty liberating because i know exactly what to do is i gotta mm-hmm. deliver so about month um month four um, I, I, mean, I was just building this app and I was talking with local investors and uh, I, I talked to uh, one were, uh, very well-known investor and, and I thought I was going to get an investment um, to my company. Um, and I even thought, I even, I thought, I mean, I thought it was like a destiny, you know, <laughs> I always believe there's some sort of destiny uh, that I was going to, I was going to succeed and, and make the, you know, make it big. And, and so I even dream about getting the investment on five different occasions, you know, like five different dreams. And every time I woke up, I would have, I would just feel like, darn, and I didn't get it rejected. I, mean, I didn't get it. I didn't get it yet. But then I would, um, I would, uh, one day I was at a restaurant. I got a, um, celebrating a friend's birthday, you know, we're laughing and having a good time. Then my phone just vibrated and I saw it was this e- email from the investor. So I put it out and I saw it was a one-liner email that said, no, we're not going to do this. And I somehow had to just stand up and walk out so people wouldn't, wouldn't see me crying in front of them. Uh, I, 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 I couldn't believe how much it hurt. And I stood on the curb at the restaurant for like 20 minutes just trying to get myself over this. And, and I really, I mean, I thought about quitting uh, right there. So... That's where it kind of dawned on me saying, okay, I got a real rejection problem because any successful entrepreneur uh, or successful salesperson or anyone would not want to quit like that. So I got to solve this problem. So that's what it kind of uh, started this whole journey. So like, okay, well, I'm just going to like, this rejection thing, it was terrible, but you know, I'm going to make it not terrible because I'm just going to make myself do it over and over and over again, basically. Absolutely. <laughs> so... 
the, the next part of this is like so so for everybody listening who who aren't familiar with this story is that you you did something different every day for 100 days in a row to get rejected essentially is it right yes. okay yes. i don't even know how you even engineer your day to get rejected that's like fascinating to me to begin with how how did you even go about waking up one day and say hey this is what i'm going to do to get rejected like what was that process like yeah so it's more of a combination of um like having a list mm-hmm. of uh, the ideas that i i came up with of okay i want to get rejected with this or with that uh but also sometimes just you know when um i'm just walking by a store or something i felt huh it'd be cool to ask for something like this and then get rejected <laughs> with that. So it's really spurred of the moment, but also if I don't have that, you know, uh, uh, inspiration for that moment, I have a list. So it's a combination well, of both. Give, give me an example of one of the spontaneous ones. Yeah, so for example, the, the most famous one I had was the one with the Krispy Kreme, uh, where one day I was driving to work, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I drove on a highway, it was uh, traffic, and I would... I, I saw a sign uh, next to the highway says Krispy Kreme. You know, I drove, I drove by that sign every day and never paid any attention to it. But that day, because I was looking for rejection, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go into that store and ask them to make me donuts that look like Olympic rings. What kind of specialized donuts are you talking about? I like to have a... Uh... Getting a... Uh, you link the five donuts together, make them look like Olympic symbols. When are you looking to these? Huh? When? Uh, the next uh, 15 minutes. How did they lengthen this year? Just normal. Normal color is fine. No, just the, you got the five donuts together, look like a Olympic like, symbol. Was it this way this year? Something like that. That would work. Just link any five donuts together. It's going to be awesome. That was the moment of inspiration. So that's one example. Um, I mean, that's the most famous one. Another example is when, when they, one day I went to um, a strip mall, right? I went to a big, like, probably a Target. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Uh, but then I saw there was a PetSmart next to it. I'm like, you know, what if I just walk in and want them give, to give me a haircut? You know, they have this groom, <laughs> they have this grooming session for for dogs, and I'm like, you know, what if I, what if I want to get a haircut? So these are the spur of the moment kind of uh, decisions I made. <laughs> That's awesome. So as you're going through this hundred days, like what ones were like really painful and like really hurt you the most? And one, what ones were like, for lack of a better word, enjoyable or valuable? The thing is, probably the first one was the toughest one because I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Right. I, I was like, you know, the first rejection attempt was I talked to a stranger and asked for a hundred dollars. You know, in my mind, I don't know what's gonna happen. Even though logically I knew it would be okay. You know, he's not gonna pull out a, a gun or has a you know a cuss me out or have a fist fight with me. But 
you know, you never knew, you never knew when, uh, when you're not put in that situation. So I, you know, I put myself in that situation and that was just terrifying. And as soon as the rejection happened, I just ran as fast as I could. So that's where, um, I mean, that's probably the worst one, which is the first one. Then as soon as the first one was over, you know, I was, I was exposed to rejection and like this purpose for rejection. And I thought, actually, it's really not that bad. It was, it could be fun if I stay engaged and just chat with this guy and maybe negotiate something. <laughs> so the next, you know, ever since that day, it became a totally different experience because I was less afraid and I was inquisitive. I was chatty. I was having fun. So really depend. It was like a total mindset shift. So, so you say it's a mindset shift. What do you do differently now after that's all happened? So first of all, I have this treasure trove of experience, right? Uh, and I, you know, I, I knew what I would do uh, in different situations. You know, I knew I have these uh, skills or or knowledge of how to handle rejection, how to turn a no into a yes. You know, how to negotiate. So. I've developed, um, so based on my experience and my research uh, and experiments and also the experience of other people, uh, I, I have this, you know, toolbox of how to handle rejection. But also in terms of mindset, um, I'm like, you know, I know nothing. if I don't go out and ask, that will be the worst. You know, people often, often say, it's, it's, and it's often quoted when they hear my experience, is like, the worst thing that can happen is people say no to you. And I, I'm like, that's actually not the worst thing that can happen. The worst thing that can happen is I, me saying no to myself. So I, the num- number one thing I battle over is, okay, I'm gonna, not going to say no to myself. I'll let the other person say no. And then we'll go from there. So there is this mindset shift in approaching people um, in the first place, but also these tool set of what to do when people do give you rejection. Or sometimes they say yes to you. Actually, a lot of times they say yes to you. Okay, so there are a couple of things there. Like, what are the surprising yeses that you've gotten? Yeah, so the, the I mean, the first thing, of course, was the was the uh, uh, Krispy Kreme, right? Uh, yeah. The, uh, yeah. The the donut maker actually made it, uh, did it. You know, she took me very seriously, and she jotted down the colors and how she and thought about how she was going to make the donuts. And 15, mm-hmm. 15 minutes later, she came up with a box, you know, of donuts that looked like Olympic rings. What do you think? Wow, that is really good. That is really good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the best I could do with what we've got. No, it's good. It's is uh, it's good. It's more than uh, than I thought it would be done. Um, so great. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Jackie. Yes. All right. I'm a fan. Thank oh. you. You're way too kind. No, no, you're you're you're, kind. you're really good. All right, so uh, do I pay there? Don't even worry about that one's on me. Are you serious? Dead up. Dead up. You serious? Very, extremely. Wow. Extremely. That's my pleasure. All right, Jackie, I'll I'll, I'll take I'll take it. But man, you make me really happy today. All right, thank you. Very All right. See you. Give me a hug. <laughs> okay. Enjoy. All right. Thank you. See you. Welcome. But also, like for example, I got tons of yeses where I thought there's no way I was gonna get a yes. So for example, I was I knock on a stranger's door and trying to play soccer in someone's backyard, and the guy let me in, and I, I played soccer there. Um, 
you know, and I, I kind of drove a, I drove a police car, you know, and uh, and um, I give a, a, a I give a college lecture by knocking on professors' doors and trying to tell them, hey, I should teach your class. Uh, and uh, <laughs> that's I a good did, one. Yeah, and you know, I did that. I flew someone's plane by going to an airfield and just talk to a guy saying, hey, do you have a plane? He's like, yeah, I do. I said, can I fly it? He's like, sure, I can teach you. And I, I was, I was dumbfounded more, more than anyone. So uh, there were a ton. Like okay, another day I went, I, I, one day I did, I saw, you know, I, I was a parking lot. I saw, you know, those bucket truck. You know, there people lift people mm-hmm. up and fix yeah. signs on the on the up high and said, hey, can you lift me up and let me know what it's like? He's like, sure. So they put me in a bucket and they <laughs> swung me around in the parking lot. I was so scared. But it was so much fun. So all these kind of things, like basically, I have in a hundred days, I had about fifty-one yeses and uh, forty-nine noes. So I got, I got more yeses than noes. That either means you're a very good negotiator, or people are just inherently much better than is often assumed. I think I got better and better at this. You know, ever since I got one yes, I I saw the thing is, you know, there's when you see a possibility of getting a yes then your whole demeanor changed. You're like, oh, okay, let me have fun. Let me see what it well, can what's the, what's the possibility of getting a yes look like? Like, what's that look like? How, do, how can you tell that that's, that's, that's on the table? No, no, first of all, like, when I started this whole experiment, I did not look for yes. And I, I, I knew I was going to get a no. Like, that was, I assumed I was going to get a no. So my whole demeanor was like, okay, I'm going to get a rejection. I'm going to, uh, you know, toughen it out, desensitize myself from that pain and be tougher. That's my whole goal. But as soon as I got a one yes, I'm like, okay, actually people can say yes to me no matter how crazy, what, I mean, no, no matter how crazy the request I was asking. So I started just relaxing, having fun, you know, joking around, uh, negotiating, and, um, and, and as a result, I got a lot more yeses than I thought. That's, that's awesome. So you talked a lot about, you've talked a lot about negotiating. Everybody listening, has stuff they got to negotiate on a daily basis. Talk us through how what you learned about negotiating. Like how how can we be better at negotiating? So first of all, when you ask people something, um, and when they say no to you, yep. right, don't just drop it right there. And most people would just fight or flight, right? You either argue with them or or just say, okay, never mind. You said no. That's kind of painful, and I, I didn't feel I didn't like it. So let's just end the conversation right there, right? Mm-hmm. But actually, a lot of times, you, you can chat with them. You can say, you know, ask, hey, uh, man, why the, the, you know, man, why the rejection happened? Man, how, uh, I mean, I understand you're saying no to me. That's okay. How can I get a yes? You know, I mean, here are the reasons I want to get a yes. And, um, you know, is there any way to get a yes? So in that way, you kind of turn the table around. You know, you instead of having this yes and no kind of relationship, you're having this, you know, making them your helper, trying to help you to get a yes, right? And then a lot of times you have another way to negotiate down, meaning like uh, if they say no to you, you make another request, a lesser one, like maybe the one that you wanted originally. So uh, you, when you make another request to the same person, especially when you negotiate your way down, it's much harder than the, for the other person to actually say no to you twice on two different request especially they felt you're actually you know moving closer you're actually coming down for example uh one uh one day i had uh i had a flower in my hand right i went to a 
a stranger's house and knock on the door. And uh, the the guy opened the door. He's an older older guy, older gentleman. And I asked him, "Hey, can I plant this flower in your backyard?" Right? Uh, and uh, and he was like, "Okay." I thought you were a salesperson. Um, uh, that's more interesting than I thought. But no, <laughs> hey, sorry, can't let you do this. So, but before he, before he could leave, right? And I I just asked him, "Hey, Mando, why? You know, I mean, this is um, I want to do this, but Mando, why I can't?" He's like, uh, "You know, I have a dog that would." Dig up your stuff, you know, from the backyard. I don't want to waste your. I mean, I don't want to waste your flowers. If you want to do this, why don't you go talk to Connie? She's across the street, my my neighbor. I know she loves flowers. Oh man, I got so excited after that because I knew, you know, I just got my referral. <laughs> you know, so I, I went across the street and knocked on Connie's door, and 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 told her, you know, hey, I want to plant this flower in your backyard, and she was very happy to see me. She was like, oh, this. So nice, thank you. This is looking good. So she showed me a spot, and I planted that flower. Um, so, but this is a very basic thing, right? Like if I just left after the initial rejection by the older guy, I would have thought, you know, maybe just of course he's gonna say no. I'm also, mm-hmm. uh, uh, he probably thought I was crazy. You know, he probably didn't trust me. He probably, <laughs> you know, and didn't like me. But it turned out. To me, none of those reasons. You know, he gave me a really good good explanation and liked me enough to give me that referral. So a lot of times you can apply this in business when you when you get get a rejection. You know, try to get a if you can't get a yes from this guy, ask why. Uh, then ask for referral. Most people when they get rejection, you don't know. I mean, this is actually the, one of the best moments to ask for referrals because. You know, when people say no, they feel a little bit indebted to you, <laughs> right? Uh, and then you're like, then you show your sincerity, right? Hey, it's okay. You know, I mean, you, you say no to me, which I I respect, but I do want to get a yes, um, because of for, you know, for whatever reason. Is there any way, anyone else you know that might be able to, uh, to you know, to help me to do this? So this is one example where where you you can actually, you know, I mean, you did this. I mean, I did this step by step, and it can really mm-hmm. apply to your daily business. Uh, you know, I think that was a very good intangible example, and I think I think anybody listening should go and, and give that a try. Awesome advice. So you did this for hundred days. Mm-hmm. So on the hundred first day, you didn't do this anymore. Yeah. What was that day like? Was it, uh, were you relieved? Were you sad? Like, what'd you feel? No, absolutely relieved. <laughs> <laughs> So how do you balance balancing back from all this negativity and the feedback you get from rejection versus like actually learning for from it and and having a positive experience and being able to look back on it positively? Like how do those two things work together? Well, the the thing is, um, I mean, you know, Malcolm Gladwell once said this, um, and I think it. He said it really well, and he said like there are two type of people in the world. One are the people who do what they are really good at, and they can be pretty successful, uh, very successful in fact. But also there are the people who find out what they are really bad at, and then confront it and solves it. And these are the people who actually make really profound changes in 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 the world, even because when they had when anyone have a problem. That means millions of other people also have the same problem. So if they confront, uh, you know, confront it and find a solution or, or even a conversation around it, that means many people can relate. So I think 
the fact that I I didn't, you know, I mean, I got rejected. I mean, everyone got rejected with something, right? I mean, many people got rejected. Uh, startup founders get get rejected with the investment, um, their ideas, and you know whatnot. But the fact that I I took a very negative thing to the next level and embrace it and have fun with it, and and that's what made this whole thing happen. So going forward, that's something I plan to do as well. Every time I feel something really hurts. Something really could impact me negatively. Instead of just okay, leaving it like you know, ripping on the bandit or you know, just leave it. Uh, I would confront it. I would actually turn in, try to turn that into a positive. That's that's a hard thing to do. Uh, so I have one final selfish question. Mm-hmm. You have a son. I do. I got two now. Oh, uh, you have two now. I only have one. Okay. Uh, I can tell you from ha- having the one son that I have that like the last thing in the world that I ever want is for him to feel pain and bad things, right? And so how are you going to teach your, your your kids about rejection and maybe in the process save them some pain? That's a great question. So what I teach him now is I, I constantly say no to him. Of course, you know, as a dad, you have to say no to your, to your son all the time, right? Yeah. So once you do that, though, you said, okay, no, you can't do this because here's the reason, right? Nope, nope. But you, you encourage them to bring back another solution to solve that reason. So always, so, so when we reject them, always give them the reason of why you're saying no. I mean, don't just say no. But then, then say, hey, if you bring me back uh, another solution that can solve this problem um, and, or give me a reason to say yes to you, I'll reconsider. And this guy, my, my son, he is, now he's so good at this. And he knows, but when I say no, he's like, oh, how about this? So, and, and, and what's the reason? Okay, how about if I solve this reason? Uh, oh, what if, here, why you, here's why your reason actually isn't as bad as you think. Here's why. So he came back with all kinds of other solutions. I think it's going to do him well because this is a real, you know, solution. I mean, this is a real scenario in the world where, you know, when you get rejected, right? Don't just yeah. cry or scream and, and run, but bring back another solution. Try to get a yes. Awesome, and I will definitely be using that with my son. I uh, appreciate you so much for taking time out of your day and away from your family and your business to chat with us today. It's been great. All right, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, so nice to talk with you. Okay, bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you love The Grow Show and you like what you heard today, please leave us a review in iTunes. It just takes a second and it would mean so much to us. Thank you. Thank you.